When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. New York is the city that never sleeps, and neither does Sal Licata. From Flushing in the Bronx to the Meadowlands in MSG, Sal sounds off on the biggest sports news of the day. Welcome to WFAN Daily with Sal Licata. Hi again, Sal Licata here with another edition of WFAN Daily. This is the football Friday here before Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. Obviously, we got a couple more weeks left in the NFL season, but a big one here heading into the holiday season. I know I'll be off like a lot of people next week as well. So we'll get your final Friday if you are working. And if you're not, I guess you can just listen wherever you are anyway, right? Just download um, wherever you download your podcast, and you can listen to WFAN Daily. Anyway, football Friday here heading into Christmas Eve, and you got a, a full slate of games. Of course, you got a couple of games on Saturday, and then the full slate on Sunday, and then three on Monday. Of course, the three on Monday include the Giants and Eagles. But we know that New York football at this point sucks, right? Like, we've kind of established that fact, unfortunately, that the teams that we have around here, we hope, we wish that they could be good, that they could be playing meaningful games. But the reality is that it just hasn't happened. Giants last year went on a nice run, which was fun, but obviously they weren't able to sustain it. The Jets, we had hopes until four plays in when Aaron Rodgers goes down. So ultimately, the rest of their season is about finding out what draft pick they're going to have as we've been in an all-too-familiar position like that the last several years. But if you're a football fan like I am and you just love watching games from around the league, this weekend has it for you. We've got two games that include the top four teams in the league. And... I used to like to do when I was doing the overnights before I got moved uh, to middays with BT. I used to like to do power rankings each week around the league. I know everybody does it, but I would just give my own power rankings based on not records, but based on where I feel the teams project to end up, where they are now and where I feel they're going to end up. Well, right now, if you go based on the standings, you have the Ravens, the 49ers, Cowboys, and Dolphins, the top four in the NFL. And... Those teams are playing each other this week. You have on Christmas Day night, and usually, I don't know about you, Christmas Day night, like by that that point of the day, really by that point of the weekend, you're exhausted, right? You had Christmas Eve the day before, Christmas Day, a long day up early, opening the presents with the kids and all that stuff. By Christmas night, it's like, oh, man, put on a Christmas movie and go to sleep. I'm not thinking really football, but this Christmas is going to be a little different. Giants-Eagles at 4 o'clock, and then you wash it down with maybe the best game of the year, Ravens and 49ers. And I'll tell you, Sunday night, last Sunday night, I picked the Jaguars to beat the Ravens. And then I watched the game and I realized, you idiot, the Jaguars stink. Trevor Lawrence can't make a damn throw. What are you doing picking against Lamar Jackson and the Ravens? The Ravens are, man, they're they're dangerous. But there's something about their style while it can be extremely successful and very dangerous to any opponent that they face, obviously, 11-3 and on the year along with the Niners, there's still something there that I don't know if I believe in. 
And when you look at the 49ers, they are a team that has everything in place, right? I mean, they're loaded on defense. They're loaded on offense. Brilliant head coach. Brock Purdy looking like an MVP. McCaffrey looking like an MVP. On paper, dating back to weeks, they had one little run during the year where, you know, they lost a few games. Cleveland was in there. I forget who else. But lost a few games. That everybody was like, oh, no, the Niners. What's happened to them? Well, they've not only responded. I mean, they've bounced back incredibly well. They've loaded up. They made trades. You know, bringing in Chase Young. They're, they're absolutely loaded up. And now for the last several weeks, it's been all about the 49ers and everybody believing that this team is going to win the Super Bowl, no doubt. Now, I would not be shocked if this is a preview of the Super Bowl between the Niners and Ravens, this matchup on Christmas Day night. But I got to tell you, in the line as we sit here today as I record this, you know, it probably hasn't changed much since I record this to when you're listening to it, if you're listening to it on Friday, in fact. It was minus six. I think it was actually minus five. Um, with the Niners the last that I checked. Anyway, y- you look at that and, you know, it, it obviously could go either way. For me, it seems like a lot of points initially, but if you believe in the 49ers and how good they are and probably the consensus, number one, you feel good about laying the points. However, I just think Lamar Jackson could be the equalizer. I, I feel like, and myself included, like I feel like he's underrated and underappreciated. To the point where, remember, there was talk about getting a quarterback and, you know, any team that wants a quarterback should look at Lamar Jackson. Jets were coming up in that conversation. I was like, ah, no, Aaron Rodgers is the guy to get. Imagine that. Lamar Jackson versus Aaron Rodgers. And I know, you know, the knock on Lamar, two things. Number one, you you can't trust him staying healthy because the guy is the best running quarterback that the sport has ever seen. Number two, the passing game, maybe not traditional. It does still leave a lot to be desired. However, he continues to make big plays with both his legs and his arms. And I don't think if all things were equal, the Ravens are as good as the 49ers. But I do think with Lamar Jackson at quarterback, all things aren't equal. He will do things that messes defenses up. He will do things that can overcome the maybe deficiency in talent. And you know the Ravens are well-coached. And even without Andrews, they've still been terrific. I just feel like Lamar Jackson is somebody, is maybe the singular player who can raise a team to a whole nother level by himself. Like, I know Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. He can't do for the Chiefs what Lamar Jackson can do for the Ravens. Maybe it's just a dual threat. Maybe it's because of how good he is at each, running it and throwing it. But I actually would rank right now the Ravens, because of Lamar Jackson, slightly ahead of the 49ers. I'm not going to give you a pick of the game and all that nonsense, but if you're doing power rankings and you look at these two teams going head-to-head, I think most people have the Niners in front. Like, like I said, they, I understand why, and I understand why they're you know five-point, six-point favorites, whatever it is. But for me, especially after what I saw Sunday night yet again, what you've been watching all year long, As long as he stays healthy, and you never know what Lamar, it's a long season toward the end of the year, you know, bumps and bruises banged up from his style of play. If Lamar Jackson stays healthy, he can be the difference in a team that maybe doesn't have as much talent or is not as great in certain areas as another to help them get over the top. And in this particular case against the 49ers or even looking ahead, If the Ravens were to get to the Super Bowl and play the Niners, I think Lamar Jackson is going to be the reason. Therefore, I would have them 
at number one. I have the Niners at number two. All, all the reasons we just mentioned. Don't need to go over that. Let's move on to the other game here. You know, you got the Cowboys and Miami Dolphins, two teams who still need to prove a lot. Cowboys have looked dominant at times with their defense. Offense is well looking pretty good. Miami has looked dominant with their offense at times, although the defense playing better as of late. They are banged up right now, so, you know, that's an issue for the Dolphins going into this game. But just in general, with these two teams being third and fourth respectively over the you know, with the overall rankings right now in the in the NFL standings, the Cowboys have not been able to win a big game with Dak. And they have not been very good on the road specifically and against good teams, getting pasted by the Bills, embarrassed by the Niners. And even coming off of a big win against Philadelphia, you thought Dallas maybe make it stick. Well, they didn't. So there are still major question marks there about the Cowboys. And for me, coaching and then strength of the team, like do you try when you when it comes to ranking them, do you trust McCarthy? Do you trust their defense, which is their greatest strength? more so than the Miami Dolphins' offense and Mike McDaniel, which is their greatest strength. Miami's issues, of course, anytime they played a good team, they've gotten beat. They've been a little bit of a bully. I I think McDaniels is genius. I think Tua is underappreciated, maybe even underrated. Even to this day, still people doubt him. If I had to pick one over the other, I'd probably go Tua over Dak. Obviously, Miami's got some weapons on offense. I still think you have to take the Cowboys – Ahead of the Dolphins, I'll put them at number three in these power rankings here. But I think Miami's more dangerous. I think it's more likely Miami will go to a Super Bowl than the Cowboys. I just don't believe that Dak and the Cowboys are going to be able to win on the road, which is something they're going to have to do if they want to get to the Super Bowl. I think it's more likely Miami can upset somebody and get themselves into the Super Bowl, especially if you talk about Lamar Jackson potentially being banged up, then that could be something that would favor, obviously, Miami in their run in the AFC. You know, it's interesting. So right now we go Ravens, number one, Niners, number two. I'd put the Cowboys still ahead of Miami, and I can't wait to watch that game. That'll be a great battle of two teams who have major question marks. Somebody's got to win. Hey, where's Leon Lett? That's what I think of every um, Miami Dolphins and, and Dallas Cowboys game, the Thanksgiving game where Leon Lett in the snow. You remember all that? Anyway, I would have Dallas 3, Miami 4, but I still think Miami could go further than Dallas. I just think Dallas might be a little bit better, but because the way the NFC is and because of um, you know Dallas having to go on the road in San Francisco potentially, assuming that they get there, uh, I, I can't see them overcoming that, where I could see a scenario where Miami could beat even the best of teams, including Baltimore in the AFC. So those are the first four. Now it gets fun at number five. And honestly, my pick here at number five is going to shock you. I know Detroit has a great record. They've been inconsistent. They've been tough. Uh, look, they can move the football. Goff has been good. Tough team defensively as well. Too inconsistent for my liking. Philadelphia, again, I, I like them. Something about them never sat right all year long. And then you watch them the last couple of weeks not very good Monday night specifically against the Seahawks. Not very good, but even before that, you know, getting uh, getting handled there uh, with relative ease. I mean, look, they were taking on uh, the Bills. They were taking on the Niners. I mean, the Eagles did not look good, or, or you know, make you feel really good about themselves watching those games. I'm not going to have them on the list either. Not my top five, at least not at this at this particular point. Again, I love Hurts. You know, Sirianni's done a great job. But the way that they played against the Niners, the way that they played, even in the win against the Bills, still was not overly impressed. 
But the way that they got pasted by the Niners, then again by the Cowboys, and then losing to the Seahawks, they are down right now. Uh, I don't know if I could say down down big or down bad. I forget what the kids say. But they're down right now, and they would not crack my top five. Kansas City. Even Kansas City with Mahomes. Something's been off with them all year long. Even in the win against New England, not looking good. Mahomes has no help. Kadarius Tony, total disaster. You know, Travis Kelsey has been disappointing. Uh, they could run the football better, but without Pacheco, they lose a little bit there. Uh, even overall right now, though, I know what Kansas City can be. I love Andy Reid, love Mahomes, and ultimately they'll be okay. Can I put them in the top five right now? I cannot. So Ravens, Niners, Cowboys, Dolphins. Sal, who's your fifth team? What are you talking about? What's going on? The Cleveland Browns are my fifth team, which is insane to say that when you think about Joe Flacco being the freaking quarterback. But what Cleveland has shown has been resiliency. They, you know, supposed to have Deshaun Watson. He doesn't play. He gets hurt. He comes back. He gets hurt. The defense has been consistent all year long. They can they have playmakers, whether it's Najuku, a tight end. I mean, look, they Elijah Moore uh catching the football. Obviously, they could run the football as well, but their defense to me is what makes them stand out. And the 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 fact that they can win, and look, they've done it with different running backs, obviously, guys getting hurt left and right, still able to run the football, right? They lose their quarterback, they lose their running back, still able to run the football, still able to make plays. Flacco has looked great. I think he's been a perfect fit there. I don't think he would have done the same thing with the Jets, but for whatever reason with the Browns, Flacco looks like Joe Cool again, the old Joe Flacco. And with their defense, the ability to run the ball and the way they play defense, veteran presence with Flacco, right now, I think the fifth spot is wide open in the power rankings. You could probably order the top four any way you want. Right now, the Cleveland Browns, for me, would be number five. I mean, Cincinnati should get honorable mention. Jacksonville, after the disastrous performance uh, on Sunday night, Trevor Lawrence, I, I mean, couldn't hit the side of a barn. Uh, I can't put them in there. You know, Buffalo would be a team that you should take seriously and maybe would be that fifth team instead of Cleveland. But I have to give the nod right now to Cleveland. If I had to rank a sixth team, the Buffalo Bills would be it. Ravens, Niners, Cowboys, Dolphins, Browns make my top five for right now because of the way the defense is playing. And like I said, they've been resilient. I think Buffalo would be the sixth team right there and obviously climbing up those ranks. But just I would have Buffalo over Detroit, Philadelphia, and Kansas City. I just wanted to show some love to the Cleveland Browns. All right, that'll do it for us on this episode of WFAN Daily. Just a little power rankings, have some fun going on league because you know what? Both New York teams suck. What are we supposed to talk about here? Aaron Rodgers? Come on. Enough of him. Although I am looking forward to seeing what Tommy DeVito can do against the Eagles on Christmas Day. And if there's ever a chance for the Giants to beat the Eagles, this might be it. All right, that does it for us. Enjoy the rest of your Friday going into the holiday. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. We'll have some fresh episodes all next week, Monday through Friday of WFAN Daily. They get released 4.30 a.m. wherever you get your podcasts.